Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to your show, Fruit for Your Soul. I'm your spiritual life coach, Cardelia Reed, and welcome to season two. And I know this entire season two has been focused on the unification of the body of Christ. I never even knew that that was being done, but every message has been about that. And you just guessed it. Yes, today is going to be about my prayer for you and how, again, how you find your place in the body of Christ and identify who you are and what's inside of you. Now, I have to tell you, you know, I, I know I said a few shows back that I always start these shows saying a little bit about me. And I'm not sure if I even said how much my life has changed since I started doing these podcasts back in January of this year. And I will tell you that so many things are happening in the supernatural. Even currently right now, as I'm doing this show, um, there's some equipment that I like to use in order to do it that um, I that's not functioning well. And ever since I started doing the shows, like for example, the shows on YouTube, uh, you know, I did it for my laptop, the equipment always failed. And it kept failing to the point where my husband actually got me a new laptop. <laughs> and so, you know, this is a new laptop that I'm using right now. And it's not working. So at the end of the day, I speak life into it and it is working. And, I, you know, I'm not saying this as a pity party at all because I understand it is the enemy. But I have never seen the enemy work this hard to aggravate me or to try to get something to not work or press so hard to get something. So I know that I'm on to something. That's the good news. But all that said is that I'm still able to do the show and the Holy Spirit is nudging me saying, do the show, speak, because I'm going to be the one that gets the word out there, not him. So here we are. And uh, literally, we know that things brand new don't just stop working. But I tell you, it's the most amazing thing uh, to see. I even have one part, you know, when I, I went on to YouTube just to listen to some videos to make sure that certain parts of the laptop was working right, and it was. When I came back to using this equipment just to do the show, it stopped working. So I just want you to understand what the supernatural is going on with there and, you know, how the enemy is trying to kick in and just discourage me through the technology. And that's been going on ever since I decided to do this walk. But um, just to give you an idea of how much my life has changed, this is going to tie into the uh, just the discussion that I'm having today. You know, I never thought for one second that I'd be sitting here. Uh, right now, I'm actually in my closet, believe it or not, in my house. My, my, my husband's sleeping. My kids are sleeping. I'm in my closet, and it's the best way for me to come in and have privacy and not only just spend time with the Holy Spirit, but also talk to you, and it's quiet. You know, it's, it's probably quiet anyway, but I feel more peaceful in my closet with my door closed. Now, the closet is more like a room, so I don't you think I'm in this little tiny space that would be a little weird. But <laughs> actually, I um, never thought that I would be sitting here doing a podcast about spirituality that has never ever been a part of my plan matter of fact being on uh, social media uh discussing the show and stories about people redeeming their lives and things that have changed in their lives to make them for the best that has never been a part of my plan uh you know sitting here and it's amazing because we think we have our lives planned we think we have things that we want to do and so you know i went to school and got degree after degree nothing ever worked out the way i planned on it to work out and, you know, so it's easy for people to say, hey, maybe she wants to be on television, something like that. And, of course, that's a, a human thought. And that is very far from the truth. When people want to be on television, they don't go and get several degrees. They really work hard pretty much for years to be on television. So that's never been a part of my plan. Um, it's amazing how um, the Holy Spirit takes you from where you think you're going to go to somewhere way far out. I remember... 
uh, literally, um, when things just did not totally work out, I decided that I'd try something different. And that is to start an image consulting company because I, I love beauty. I love fashion. I love things like that. Well, when I actually sent in a resume with a picture of myself on it, the lady I sent the resume to a production company uh, said, you know what, why don't you come in for an audition? And sure enough, I did. And she said, well, you know, I love the way you're acting, so I want you to act. Well, I never thought I'd get into the entertainment industry. That still was not a part of my plan. But, you know, I had nothing else better to do at the time, literally. And it was just a whole lot of fun. So one of my um, associates that I got along really well had been an actress for years. She'd been on soap operas and everything. She goes, hey, I know this new social media network that's coming out, and they're looking for ideas for shows. She's like, I have an idea. But my idea is not going to work right now because it's not the best time in my life. She said, well, since I was talking to her about ideas I had because there were things that I was doing in my life at that time that actually helped liberate and free me uh, into things that I had from, you know, just coming out telling my story was very, very different because my story is not like what people would expect, especially when you talk about spiritual warfare. Believe it or not, a lot of people are not really ready to hear that. But right now in the day and age that we're in, we have no choice. So once I told my story, I said, whoa, I really like this. I like reaching out helping people it was so freeing for me that uh, once I heard other people's stories I felt free as well it was such healing there and you never realize that and so I said well why don't there be a show about people discussing their stories and things they went through and so I pitched this idea to the producer and sure enough they liked it now obviously it was an online show it was social media I used my laptop it was nothing fancy about it but people actually tuned in. And the Holy Spirit, Jesus cares about one life. If one life can be changed, if one life can be redeemed, if one life can be brought closer to him, because what he cares about the most is our relationship with him. That's high priority. So if one life can be changed, that makes a difference. I think when I first started getting online, I had like five people. And that's when it really dawned on me. It does not matter. And so I didn't really care so much about the numbers, but I was thinking, what in the world am I doing? And I felt like when that opportunity came up, something felt so right about it. And I just felt like the Holy Spirit was smiling at me. And it was the best feeling in the world. Thus, this is how I came to where I am today. And a minister at the time spoke over my life and said, hey, this is just practice to where you're going. And sure enough, there was a little bit of apprehension I had for getting online talking about myself. I'm not sure why, because I had never done it before. Now, when I say talking about myself, I mean talking about spirituality. And so then the Holy Spirit hit me with the idea of a podcast. Because to be honest with you, at that time, it was very difficult to get in front of the camera and just talk impromptu about the Holy Spirit without getting distracted by I'm staring on the camera. You know, so obviously I'm very comfortable here now. And I say all that to say that my life has taken off from, I mean... I'm talking about zero, and I probably wasn't at zero. That's not a fair number. Maybe it was at 20 miles per hour to like 90 miles per hour. I've changed states. I never thought I'd change states. Um, and then the Holy Spirit is bringing people to me that are 100% spiritual or hungry for the Holy Spirit. That's it. That's all that comes across my path. I am not over-exaggerating. If you are listening to this show, I'm going to make sure I say this very, very clearly. It is because the Holy Spirit brought you, okay? If somebody comes to me and says, today I listen to your show, it really gets my attention because I know the Holy Spirit sent them. I know I'm sitting here right now because the Holy Spirit is within me. 
So before I do a show and a podcast, the Holy Spirit hits me with these ideas and it just pounces down. It has to come out. When you're walking in your gifts, they're not meant for you. I can't keep this in my mind. It has to come out. And when it comes out, there's a release and there's an anointing in it that touches other people. Thus, my prayer for you is that when you're listening to this right now, that the anointing in you will be released and activated to fulfill who you are in the body of Christ. That is my prayer for you. And that is who we are and while we're here. So I'm going to tell you about a story I saw today online that made me very, very happy. And this story was about a couple uh, that said, man, like husband donates kidney to wife. They had been married for 30 years. And then it said, he said, we are a team in quotes. And you know, that made me so happy because you can see not only just the love in that, the love is very obvious, but when he said we are a team, he meant that literally and metaphorically. So literally, we're talking about the husband has one kidney now, right? Because his wife had failing kidneys. She was actually on dialysis. Her kidneys were not functioning. So he has one kidney that's functioning, and now she has one kidney that's functioning. And he says we are a team. So the leave and cleave they've already done, and they're working as one together as a married couple, how you're supposed to be. Now, let me ask you a question. If you divide the number one, are you going to get a whole number? No, you get a fraction of that number. And you're never really the same again. You can never get a whole number when you divide one. It will never be what it's supposed to be, the one. So the one has to stay as one, right? So here we go. That is highly compared to the body of Christ. Why is it that we can't be a team? Why is it that there are so many churches out there, there are so many people just sharing their gifts one way or the other, but why are we so fragmented and segmented when it comes to the body of Christ? Why is it that it can't? we can't say we are a team? Surely, in the body of Christ, you can't just have a hand out there. You can't just have a foot. They all have to attach together to function as one. So, when you are not as one, you have a fragment and it does not function the same. It is not the same. My prayer for you is that I know that there are some things that are awakening right now in you. I know there are some things, just given the season that we're in, there's so much going on in the supernatural. You're starting to question who you truly are and why you're actually here. Because somehow you feel like what you have done is not enough. Now, we're walking a fine line here because the truth is you've done the best you can. And what the enemy tries to do is make us feel like we are subpar, so to speak. We're not enough. We, you know, what we've done is not good enough for us or anyone else. Now, but the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, I am here. I am here. I am here. I heard someone today at work say that your instinct was telling you right the whole time. I love when people say that. Your instinct is telling you right the whole time. So my prayer is that you're able to hear this. And you're able to activate and understand exactly where you fit in the body of Christ. So, when you are questioning, what do I do next with my life? I want you to look at and think about where you want to go. Have you just recently made a transition in your life? 
if there is a transition that you just made, this is not by happenstance because there is a release right now in the supernatural for all of God's saints to be awakened and to come to a certain, uh, I will say, come to such a time as this. And that simply just means that there's something going on in your life that God has been very intentional about, where the something has been torn apart, where something has been, um, what is the word? Something has kind of dwindled away. Something is like the life has been taken out of it. And so what God is saying, I want to restore new life. I want to give you something new. I want to give you something better. So in that transition, there is a blessing in where you're going, okay? The blessing comes from what's already in you. Let me break this down into practical terminology. If you are changing jobs, all right, and you say, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be a teacher anymore. What I want to do is go act. So if you are going to act, then there is a release in the anointing of that. You understand? So that means that it's been on your heart and there's something that God wants to do in your experience while acting, if that makes sense to you. So you know for a fact you cannot go back to teaching anymore. You're done with that. Whatever the job is, this is just an example. But you know you've got to go forth and do something else. There's a release in where you're going. So I don't want you to ignore where you're trying to go because that is huge. If you are someone that just made a transition into a marriage, for example, you just did the leaving and cleaving to the marriage. The marriage probably hasn't been the way you expected to be. There's so many demands on you. Just know that there's a release in where you are into the marriage. In other words, the person that you are married to will benefit from something that you have to offer and vice versa. You are not placed in this marriage just for the sake of being married. Oh, I have a ring or, you know, if it's highly publicized or whatever, you're in it because there's something that God wants to use you to change in the atmosphere of your new household. And for something about your marriage to be an example for others to see the blessing on that. That is the anointing that will be released in you. If you are a person that's transitioning into, you know, maybe you're financially strapped. There is a blessing and there is an anointing in what God wants to do with the money he's getting ready to bring forth in your life now. Uh, he wants to show you that the next financial blessing that you receive will come only from him and not from where you think you're going. He wants to show you there's no reason to fear and there's no reason to be worried. He's telling you right now that, you know what, it's me inside of you the whole time. I'm telling you what to do. I need you to listen. That's really, really important when it comes to finances because finances are something we seem to kind of lose it on. Trust me, I've been there, completely understand that. It's very difficult to hear from the Holy Spirit when you're worried about um, where is my money going. And the truth is, if you're listening to this message, you're obviously, you know, you, you're, you have food, you have a place to listen to it. So you have your basic needs taken care of. My prayer for you is that you're able to hear him clearly in this season. Sometimes he takes things away from us so we can hear him better. He takes, he removes the distractions. We get a little bit too comfortable with certain things. So when, once those distractions are moved, we can hear him better. My prayer is that once you hear him, you're able to walk fully in who you actually are. That's really, really important. If you are a person that has lived most of your life and you've touched many lives, you have grandkids, you have great grandkids, 
you are someone in the that people love to be around. Uh, you are someone that people kind of look up to. You're the life of the party. You're um, you have a lot of strength. People see you with strength, even though you feel like you're not strong sometimes. Please know that the anointing is how you have interacted with these people and the lives that you've touched. That is the anointing on your life. If you are a person that's been wandering around aimlessly, that's been claiming a vagabond spirit, and that is a spirit that wanders around aimlessly, not sure where to go, we rebuke that right now and reject it in the mighty name of Jesus. But if you are a person saying, you know what, I think I've been wanting to preach all my life. I think I've been called to preach. Please know that where you are right now and what you have done today for, and if you look over the things you've actually done, the good things, the anointing has been in the good things that God has used you to touch people in your life. That is the anointing. And going forward, if you want to do something for people, it is for you to give back through other generations. Whatever it is, you know, um, a charity, for example, uh, creating an organization, a 501 3C, those kinds of things, uh, whatever it is you want to give back. There are many ways to have ministry in your life. You don't have to be in a pulpit. You don't have to be in front of people preaching. Sometimes that is a misunderstanding and a religious mentality that we kind of get confused. And that's okay. That's a, that's a really good confusion. But the truth is the blessing is in what you do. There's a ministry in everything that we do. I always tell people that I have an online ministry. People go, oh, really? You know, and I think that there's a stigma that goes on to ministry. You're, you're ministering online. Well, technically I am. However, this is what I do. I love talking to people. I love helping to make a difference in people's lives. I love listening to people on things that they think that they can improve in their lives. Or, you know, I, I honestly don't. It says spiritual life coach, but I honestly don't sit down and listen to people's problems all day. That's not what I do. I like to talk. I like to uh, speak to people on how to encourage them. I, I, I think more like an apostolic kind of a, um, mentality. And that was recently spoken over my life. That's the <laughs> reason why I know. But I will say this, though. I don't want you to think that if someone says, you know, I tell people all the time, you know what, this is a part of your ministry. People get afraid. And they think, oh, my God, I got a minister, I got a minister. Or you think you're, you're you know, you're, you're making yourself feel miserable because you think, oh, my God, I shouldn't be preaching. No, there is ministry in everything that we do. If you feed kids, for example, in the shelter, then that's a part of your ministry. If you go outside and water your grass and you're really good at it and you have the neighbors water their grass, that's a part of your ministry. That is what it is meant for you to do. So thus, when you're looking for your place in the body of Christ, there's so many things that you can do that help bring the body together and help um, actually bring other people together as well. That's most important. I think I've said this before, but, you know, one of the most difficult things that I found that was hard to do in praying every day um, into my transitioning of where I am now and where I really hope to be was dying to self. And every day the Holy Spirit says, it's not about you. He says, you know what, I thought you said that you want to die to self and put yourself aside and make it about me. And, you know, I used to say that when I started going through my transition. I used to say it, but I didn't know what it meant. So until I start getting into these situations where the Holy Spirit was telling me to do things that was just so absolutely bizarre to me and made zero sense, and then something would click, and I said, oh, you know what? Joe Osteen did say 
God will take you from A to Z, then from N, then back to L. It doesn't have to be in chronological order, A, B, C, D, E. It doesn't have to be in alphabetical order, so to speak, or whatever. It just, you just have to be obedient, okay? So at the end of the day, it's one of those mentalities you have to take and say, you know what, I've got to be able to open myself up to what the Holy Spirit is telling me to do. And you just end up accepting that. And I will tell you, it's not easy. And um, at, once again, every story that we look at in the Bible exhibits this kind of difficulty. But the reward was absolutely amazing. When you look at the life of Abraham, for example, when Abraham waited all those years to have a child, he had Isaac. And when the Holy Spirit told him to go and sacrifice him, Isaac actually got up early the next morning because he believed and his heart was there. Who would do that? Who would even, you wouldn't even, most people would say, okay, I didn't hear that. That's not what's going to happen. You know, those are the kind of things. I mean, even just recently with me, I struggled terribly with something the Holy Spirit told me to do. And I kept thinking about the story of Abraham. Abraham got up early and someone, you know, someone told me that it's like, you know, the story of Abraham. I said, oh my God, the Holy Spirit's been putting that story in my mind all day. And there was a delay in my obedience because of that. But the Holy Spirit said, no, it's okay. It's okay this time because you have time to fulfill this. And that really helped my heart. But, um, and he stopped him and said, hey, you know, over there you will see the lamb. So you didn't have to sacrifice Isaac anymore. But that was difficult. But because of that, Abraham became the father of many nations. And there's such, there was such a blessing. Like, think about this. The father of many nations for someone who waited all those years to have one kid. Imagine the irony in that. So what I am telling you is that I finally was obedient in what the Holy Spirit was telling me to do. And right now, I'm not able to release that story. But I was obedient in what he told me to do. Um, it was just one of the things that once I did it, he wanted to show me the hurt that was still there that needed healing. Uh, I didn't realize that. Uh, sometimes you think you know certain things and you really don't. I thought that I was over this. So he told me to do that to help bring to surface feelings that were deep down i didn't realize that was there that i needed to let go and forgive even more and just be obedient and he said you don't have to worry about the rest because i was concerned about what will happen after i made the decision he told me to make and so i said well you know this is not a desire of my heart and god said that's not what I'm, that's not that is not what we're talking about here that is not what is at hand god said i want you to do x do x and don't worry about anything else Okay, so that is my prayer for you, all right? This is a very difficult topic because people don't like to lay themselves aside. Everybody's concerned about themselves, including the 12 disciples. When Je They were very concerned. When Jesus was arrested and they went for the disciples, they ran for themselves. And Jesus already said, you all are going to do that. But when he came back and was resurrected, suddenly they believed and they never ran again. So I'm going to tell you, this is hard. And I think that if it was easy, everybody would do it. But my prayer for you is that you are able to lay yourself aside and listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. It's just like when God told the rich man to give all of his money to someone else. And he didn't want to do it. That's, that's an obvious reason why he didn't want to do it. But why would you question what God tells you to do when you know he can give you back double, triple, or even quadruple it? It's amazing how when we're not obedient, we just don't see the full picture. 
If you are able to lay yourself aside and listen to what he's telling you to do, that's where the blessing will come. That's where the favor will come. That's when you have the anointing like King David. I mean, you have such a legacy you will leave here. Because the truth is, it's not about you. And someday, you're going to leave here and you're going to leave something behind. What do you want to leave behind? My prayer for you is that you are aware of that. It's not about today. It's not even about tomorrow. It's about what the Holy Spirit has for us. He's the one that's going to take care of all of that. Are you able to lay yourself aside and listen to what he says and be obedient and stop worrying about other people? Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. It is impossible, like the Bible says, to please two masters. You cannot listen to the Holy Spirit and worry about other people. Most people I talk to are always concerned about other people. You have to let the other people go. Once again, if that was easy, everybody could do it. But when you are no, when you're sure about what the Holy Spirit is telling you, pretty much like me getting on this podcast right now, and I'm not even sure if this is going to come out, but I know what the Holy Spirit is saying. That's Cartier talking. The Holy Spirit said, it's going to come out. Don't even worry about that. And it's not. It's just, you know, the equipment's not working. And it's amazing what the Holy Spirit does. So I'm laying myself aside, and I'm letting him do his work. If you are able to lay yourself aside, there is a blessing there. There is an anointing. There is an anointing waiting to be released. Remember, before anything is released in the natural, it must be released in the supernatural. Before it can occur in the natural, it must be released in the supernatural. So, if something is inside of you supernaturally telling you to do something, if there's incidents that's going on throughout the day that's confirming what's telling you inside, listen to it. Trust me. It's not about you. If he's telling you something, you can hear it. It's for a greater good, a greater option, a greater proportion. That will come through you, but it's not always about just you. It's about everybody else's lives that God will have you touch. And everybody else who you use to help bring together for the body of Christ. So that's the reason for this message. Not only for my prayer for you to be activated and released in your gifts and what your identity is and who you are and why you're here. But that it is released, it is released today, and that we can all be in agreement with that. Now, once that is released, my prayer is that you find your place in the body of Christ, and that you come together to help unify it. That is the most important thing. How do you unify it? By releasing your gifts. By releasing your gifts. And God will bring the people that he wants in your path, including myself. I'm looking to meet you very soon. We will definitely have time. You know, this is a great season for me. I, I don't think I've ever been this long-winded. Um, I appreciate you joining me today. And I have really enjoyed this discussion. Uh, I am looking for you. Uh, email me, love at cardelia.com, C-A-R-D-E-L-I-A. Uh, look me up on iTunes, uh, podcast.cardelia.com, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher. Uh, look me up, create a review. If you if you really like what you listen to, put a review out there. The goal is to reach as many people as possible. However, even if it's just one, that's who the Holy Spirit truly cares about. He cares about even one life. One life. Sometimes I'll go places and I'll ask the Holy Spirit, why am I even here? Honestly. And before you know it, He will bring somebody to my path. I will they will just flip up and be right in my face. I'll turn around and I'm not joking. I say this because I know you don't think I'm joking, but sometimes I have to, I have like some time even just believing it myself because it's so amazing how the Holy Spirit works, so it's always astounding to me. Someone will be right in my face. Either they'll say something that really just agrees with my spirit, or he'll have me say something to them that helps be life into them, but there's such a mutual relationship there. And then I go, oh, that's why I'm here. It's not about me. 
It's about why he placed me here, but such a time as this. That is my prayer for you. That is so wholeheartedly from the bottom of my heart. I truly want that from you. Remember, if nothing else, Jesus loves you, and so do I. I will see you next time.